Hello, how are you? I think we are live. In today's English lesson, we are going to be talking about a subject that's not exactly fun. A lot of times on this channel, I try to cover subjects that are fun and useful. Today's lesson will be useful, but it won't be fun. Sometimes we have to talk about the ugly things. So today's English lesson, if you haven't seen the title or the thumbnail, it is about violence, like gun violence, mass shootings. So should be a fun time for nobody. But the next time that you see a news story about a mass shooting, Hopefully these terms will help you understand what you're reading. We'd like to say hello to a few people though, before we get into the lesson. Freddie Wolf is here. Welcome Freddie Wolf. Tanya, how are you? Abdi is here. ESKC, that is a new name for me. If you are new here, please don't forget to subscribe. We do these live English lessons almost once a week on Saturdays. Omron's here. Belgium, Abbas. Belgium is in the house. Audie the Thai. How are you? Ooh. Audie and Tanya are both members. And maybe they had a chat in our Discord server. Hopefully they did. Welcome. Yeah, and usually I do a members chat before the live lesson, but just in case you didn't know, I live in the town of Lewiston, Maine. Lewiston has been in the news quite a bit over the last week because of the mass shooting we experienced. This guy, Mike St. Hilaire, be careful of that guy. He's also from Lewiston, Maine. Be careful. Don't trust anything he says. All right, let's get into the lesson, shall we? Sri Lanka is in the house. Maybe you're from Candy, maybe? All right, let's do it. Peter, how are you? You're new today. All right, well, welcome. Hopefully you will learn something, Bob. Let's do it. All right, so I don't think YouTube really wants me to put guns on the thumbnail. So we have a water gun and there is a candle. Behind my face is a purple ribbon. So all things associated with gun violence. Yeah, just check in the chat. Hello to everybody watching. All right, the first term we are going to talk about is mass shooting. I imagine you know what shooting is, but that word mass, it's an adjective describing a type of shooting. You might not know that one in English. Whenever you see mass shooting, mass casualties, we will talk about that a little later, but mass means many, a lot, probably more than three, mass shooting. So the definition I have for you is at the bottom of the screen. You can read along if you would like, you can listen as I read it, pause it, maybe reread it, or rewatch this lesson. Mass shooting means when one person or a group of people use guns to hurt or kill many people in a public place. That word public might be a little difficult. So when we talk about public, we are talking about the opposite of private. Most likely where you live, in your house, in your apartment, that is a private place. People can't just walk into your house for no reason. You have to invite them in. A public place means people can go there freely. A public library if anybody still reads books, you can go to a library in the United States and borrow a book. The public is able to do that. A public 
supermarket. You don't need a password to get through the door. People can just walk in. Public park, maybe you have heard of that. It's open to everybody. Here is an example sentence with mass shooting. The mass shooting at the supermarket shocked the community. In that sentence, community might be difficult. When we say community, we mean the city, the town, the people who live and work nearby. All right, let's check the chat. Anything going on here? Anything that we should be aware of? Rolando, how are you? Welcome. Um, yeah, Audi, thank you so much. It's been a rough week. Feel bad for the, uh, the families that have been affected. All right, Martin, welcome. New channel member. If you are a gold member, when we do a live members chat, you can come on camera. If you are a silver member, make sure you check out our Discord server. We have chats in there almost daily. And if you're a bronze member, you will still get a new video each week for members. Freddy Wolf, he's still here. Olga, how are you? Oh, you usually watch the streams recorded, but you're able to watch live. Glad you're here. Yeah, it's not a very happy theme, unless you are a very strange person and you think mass shootings are ha a happy thing. But uh, it's an important thing, especially if you are studying American culture along with American English, because it seems like we are the only country that has to deal with mass shootings. All right, but Martin, welcome to the community. The next one here, gun violence. Just in case you don't know what violence is, I do have a definition for you. Gun violence, well, it, it involves a gun. Gun violence is when people get hurt by guns. It's a big worry in many places. I should add many places in the United States, right? I think, I think we're the only country that deals with this on a monthly basis. I am not going to get political here. Later on in the lesson, I will talk about some of the gun laws that we have. But I do not want to give my opinion on this. I'm just an English teacher. I'm not a politician. I'm not a psychologist. Let's talk about what a tragedy is. So a tragedy is a noun. It is a thing. I'm also going to talk about the word tragic. That is an adjective that can describe nouns. I will use both. What is a tragedy? It is a very sad and bad event that makes a lot of people feel sorrow. If sorrow is a new word for you, it's almost like sad. For example, a big shooting is a national tragedy that makes many people sad. How about tragic? It's the adjective form. The events of last week were very tragic. So tragic describes nouns. In that sentence, the event is the noun. And it's being described as tragic. Let's talk about victims. Victims. These are the people who get hurt in a violent event like a shooting. Now, I do want to add, we will talk about mental health a little later on. So victims might also be just someone who witnesses the event. So if somebody witnesses an event they weren't killed, they weren't hurt, they just saw what happened. And so sometimes victims 
can also be described as people who were there, people who experienced that tragic event. We'll talk about casualties a little bit later. And that will not involve people who just saw the event, who just witnessed the event. How about this sentence? The hospital is tending to the victims hurt in the fire. Tending. I have used that word on this channel before. If you saw the English lesson in my brother's backyard, we talked about tending a fire. And you might have a fire in a fireplace. And if you tend to it, you put more wood in. You make sure that fire keeps burning. In this example, if the hospital or the doctors and the nurses at the hospital are tending to the victims, that means they are taking care of their needs. They are helping them. It may be putting a bandage on their arm. It may be getting them water if they are thirsty. And if it's very bad, they may be doing a surgery on them to make them feel better. Maybe to remove a bullet or something. All right, let's check out the chat to make sure I'm not missing anything. Look at this. New words with MP. Thank you so much for the super chat. New words with MP. Does that almost every week. Maybe gifting a membership to other people. Dropping a super chat. Thank you so much. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you for your concern. Yeah, it was a rough couple weeks for the people who lived here in Lewiston. Well, it hasn't been a couple weeks yet. A couple weeks is 14 days. I believe it's been almost 10 days, I think. 10 days since the shooting. Yeah, Filippo, it shouldn't be that way, right? We should not be talking about this. All right, Abdi, that's a good question. What is the difference between a victim and a plaintiff? So we're not going to talk about any trials um, with this mass shooting lesson, but you will hear plaintiff when it talks about like going before a judge. You'll have a plaintiff and a defendant. In the case of a mass shooting, if the shooter survives, the plaintiff will probably be the government. It will probably be the state putting that person on trial. But I don't want to get too much into the legal stuff. I do have a live lesson where I talk about the law. And I don't know if I talk about plaintiff, but hopefully that helps a little bit. All right, we are, we are going to talk about that, Tanya, in a little bit when we talk about shelter in place. So, um, is it mandatory? That's a good word. Mandatory means you have to do it. So if a town is on lockdown in the United States, uh, you don't have to, you really can leave your house. It's just, you're advised not to. Yeah, that can get a little tricky. But in the United States, we have quite a bit of freedom. We will, we will talk about freedom in a minute and gun laws. But for example, uh, last Friday, the town of Lewiston was told to, oh, we're getting ahead of ourselves, I think. Um, we were in a lockdown, I guess. But Jamie and I decided to leave the city we got into our car, we got on the highway. We didn't get out of our car in Lewiston to get gas or anything. We got out of the town and went somewhere where there weren't helicopters flying over every five minutes or so. Uh, now, Canada, I think is a little different because they do fine citizens, which means if they disobey a lockdown 
the citizens of Canada might have to pay money. But in the United States, we don't believe in that. We believe that people should have a, a little bit of freedom to decide for themselves. Yeah, that maybe is getting a little out of the scope of this lesson, but hopefully that helps, Tanya. Hopefully that helps. Let's get back to the lesson. We just talked about victims. Now, you might hear like fire when you're talking about a gun. So I want to be clear that there are two different ways we can use fire in English. Right now on the screen, there is a picture of a building on fire. But you can also fire a gun, which is another way to say you can shoot a gun. So you will hear both terms. You can fire a gun, but a building can also catch on fire. English, one reason why it's so hard. In the last live lesson, we talked about fishing. You can catch a fish if you saw that English lesson, but a building can also catch on fire. And I don't think those two words, catch and catch, are used anywhere close to each other. It's very different. So sorry about that, English. The good thing about English is that you can express your feelings. We have a lot of different ways to say kind of the same thing. So if you want to write poetry in English, we have a lot of words you can use. If you're learning English, it can be overwhelming. There can be too many ways to say the same thing. I understand. So let's talk about survivors. Before we talked about victims, and those are people who may have been shot, they may have been killed, or they may have just witnessed what happened. Survivors are very much the same thing, minus the people who died. But if you look in the middle of survivors, you will see VIV. Now this comes from Latin. So if you speak Italian or Portuguese or Spanish or French, think of life in the middle, VIV, it stands for life. So survivors literally mean people who have lived through a tragic event, survivors. So survivors are the people who lived through a bad event, like a shooting. They will probably need someone to talk to in order to feel better. They might need counseling. So counseling in English is when you go to a person who is an expert in making people feel better. And I'm not talking about physically better, meaning with the body, I'm talking about mentally better with the mind. And in a little bit, we will talk about mental health. But when you hear mental, think mind, the brain. The next one is law enforcement. Law enforcement. What's law enforcement? Law enforcement are the people who make sure everyone follows the rules. So in the United States, we have uh, a couple different types of law enforcement. Obviously, the police, and that's fine. If you just know the police, they are one type of law enforcement. They are the most common type of law enforcement. We also have sheriffs, and we have national guards, and maybe I can do a whole lesson on the types of law enforcement we have in the United States. But for today's lesson... Let's just think of like the police, the people who make sure other people are following the rules. It does look like mega, mega. Thank you so much. Yes, my birthday is, uh, is coming up. It's just around the corner. So mega, thank you so much. I have a little something for you. Watch your ears, 
watch your ears it's very kind of you mega mega has been with the channel since almost the beginning over three years so mega thank you so much it's gonna be loud oh thank you so much for the super chat that was a good opportunity for me to take a drink as well and also if this is your first time here please don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a lesson and if you like this video please hit that thumbs up button but mega thank you thank you so much what's the next one? let's check the chat did i did i miss something uh my birthday isn't today but it's soon it's soon my birthday is in november uh tanya maybe you did miss my birthday but i don't really like celebrating my birthday but uh, thank you so much mega is it mandatory to abide by the law we would say that is it mandatory to abide by the law is it mandatory to abide law enforcement mostly i guess yeah mostly for the most part i think you probably should yeah we don't need to talk about my birthday today we're talking about um the victims of shootings but thank you thank you so much and the next one first responders they are some of the best people on earth and last week when my town was going through the tragic events it experienced first responders were the best the absolute best let's talk about what a first responder is it's usually like three types of people first responders are the people like the police paramedics and firefighters who are the first to help when something bad happens paramedics might be a new word for you but those are the people who ride in an ambulance so our first responders are people who ride in ambulances fire trucks and police cars huge they did an amazing job during a very tragic time yeah so when people in my town were told to stay inside our first responders left their house to help people a lot of people who were doctors and nurses left their house to go to the hospital to fix or try to help tend to people who were hurt while the rest of us just stayed inside and tried to be safe. So first responders, a lot of times when there is a tragedy, first responders will be recognized. They will be given praise. People will tell them you guys were amazing. And they were here in Lewiston. All right, the next one is a memorial. And I'm going to also talk about monument. They're a little different in English. But right now in my town, there are memorials all over town remembering the victims. At the, the place where pool is played, it's called Schmengi's. There is a memorial outside there. I have to pass that on my way home from work every day. So there are memorials there, a couple of them. And people have placed flowers. People have placed posters saying, remember the victims. I have not been there, but I'm almost sure there is a memorial at the bowling alley where people were killed. And memorial sounds a lot like remember. And that is where that word comes from, memorial. If you look at the bottom, a memorial is a special place or event to remember and honor the people affected by a tragedy. So in Washington, DC, we have memorials. We also have monuments. In that picture over there, 
That is the Lincoln Memorial. We had a president, our 16th president, Abraham Lincoln. He was shot and killed. So in Washington, there is a memorial to remember him. But there's also monuments. There's a monument for our first president, George Washington. That's what it's called, the Washington Monument. Now, because George Washington wasn't killed, I believe he died in a natural way, probably from old age, there is a monument to remember him. But a memorial is to remember something tragic. Hopefully that helps. Little complicated there. Memorial and monument. Little difficult. The next one. Now we have talked about mass already. Remember, that means many. But we haven't talked about casualties. We'll talk about casualties twice in this lesson. This is the first time. So if you hear mass casualties, that means people who were either killed or injured. A casualty is a person who was killed or injured or hurt because of a, an event. So a mass casualty event is when a lot of people get hurt or even die in a big event. So casualties, two things, people who were hurt, people who died. If there is a war, you might hear of the casualties of the war. Those are the people who died and also the people who were injured. Let's talk a little bit about mental health. As I've said earlier, mental, think the mind, think the brain, not physical. That's the body. So a physical injury might mean you, you hurt your arm. Maybe you break your arm. That's a physical injury. A mental injury might be because you witnessed something horrible, something tragic. So mental health is a term we use for how people feel and think in their minds. It's important for both the victims and the community. So if somebody tries to get help for their mental health, they might see a counselor like we talked about earlier. Mental health. There's also talk of people who decide to shoot a lot of other people and they might have mental health problems because let's face it, most people don't want to shoot other people. So maybe there is something wrong in their mind. All right. This can be a little controversial. I am only going to define the terms. I am not going to give my opinion. Because remember, on this channel, I try not to talk about religion and I try not to talk about politics. It just... There's no winner when I mention anything about politics or religion here. Oh, I did. I missed a super chat. Audie, thank you so much. Yes, my birthday is, is coming up. But again, we don't have to talk about my birthday. It's not about me. I don't like celebrating my birthday. I'm getting old. But Audie, thank you so much. Watch your ears. This might be loud, but I'm going to take another sip of water. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, and Audie says, I would like to join your birthday too. Happy birthday, my lovely and respect teacher. Audie, thank you. Audie's been with the channel for a long time too. Thank you so much for all of your support. I think, was there another one too? Or was another one? Tanya, thank you so much. I have a little something for you. I appreciate it. Very kind of you. Tanya is also very generous. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. 
very, very kind. Thank you, Tanya. Let's see if there are any things besides super chats that I missed, but thank you so much for the super chats. Eh, Mega saying hi to Tanya. Guess what? Tanya saying hi to Mega. I like this. Julios. Hi, handsome Brent. I like that. Feels good. Who doesn't like to be called handsome? Hello. Hello. Oh, Constantine is here. Welcome. I see your name in the comments often. I don't know how to say it correctly, but Mr. Azos? Probably wrong. But thank you for being a channel member. Look at this. Tanya, you have a birthday party to go to for your niece? Well, tell her happy birthday. Look at this. Amina, how are you? I talked about you last week. One of my students has family in Ottawa. I said, oh, no way. I have a friend in Ottawa. So I think um, this summer he's going to visit his family in Ottawa. So I think it's about a six-hour drive for me. Six. I also have friends who live in Ottawa. If you've seen the English lesson I did about Canada Canada, Canada Day, not easy to say, Canada Day, uh, Shauna, who was in the video, she lives in Ottawa now, Canada Day, 4th of July is easier to say when we celebrate the United States uh, independence, Mina has been very generous to the channel over the years, she has been here for a long time. Thank you so much for your support. 40 months, not a new member, but I have something for you. New member, make sure you check the members tab for the discord, the members chat and the bonus videos. And I think Amina knows all that, but just in case anybody wants to become a member, there are a couple options for you. All right, we should probably get Clive, how are you? There he is. There's Constantine. All right, Daniel, hope you're doing well. Yeah, Clive, we are. We are all safe right now. We were never, we were never in any danger. We were safe inside our house, luckily. But uh, some of our friends and neighbors were not so lucky, unfortunately. No way, Fred. It snowed in Ottawa already. It has been cold here the last couple days. So it wouldn't surprise me if we kind of got a little bit of snow, maybe some flurries. Let's see, what's the next one? Oh yeah. The next one, not getting too political here, but let's talk about gun control. In that picture, you can see a gun, but you can also see something else called the constitution which we will talk about in just a minute. But after every mass shooting, some politicians will call for stricter gun control, like more laws limiting who can get guns and what kind of guns they can get. If strict is a new word for you, Strict means when someone is very serious about rules, doesn't allow much freedom. If you look at that picture, that teacher looks pretty strict. So strict is not mean, but sometimes students will think if a teacher is strict, they are mean, or maybe they are. But when we're talking about gun rules, if they were strict, that means you wouldn't be able to get guns very easily. The opposite of strict would be lenient. If someone is lenient, they don't really enforce the rules. If you remember that word from when we talked about law enforcement. So strict gun laws, lenient gun laws. 
if you want to compare two countries, let's talk about England. I don't know everything about English gun laws, but from what I've heard, it's very hard to get a gun. I think most of the police officers in England don't even carry a gun. So England, in my opinion, has very strict gun laws compared to the United States where our gun laws are a little more lenient. I think it's easier to get a gun in the United States than it is to get it in England. Let's talk about lenient here. I have a sentence or two for you. The rules are pretty lenient. We have more freedom to decide what we want to do at the hotel. So if you check into a hotel and the rules are strict, that might mean you have to be in your room by 10 o'clock. You have to be quiet at night. You can't use the pool at night. Those might be strict rules at the hotel. If it's lenient, well, you might be able to do pretty much anything you want to do. Maybe if you want to um, set fire to your room for a little bit, if there are no rules against that, I would say the rules are pretty lenient, pretty dangerous too. So I think most hotels have a rule that you can't set fire to the desk inside your hotel room. At least I hope they do. What about the Second Amendment? In the United States, when you hear about gun laws, you will almost always hear about the Second Amendment. We also have to talk about the Constitution. The Constitution was written a long time ago. When the United States first became a country of its own, back in the 1700s. And the Constitution talks about our most important laws. Like everywhere in the United States, people have to follow these laws. And there are amendments. There are things that are added. An amendment means it was added. The Constitution first had 10 laws, which we call the Bill of Rights. And then there were things added after. But the Second Amendment has to do with gun rights. And the Second Amendment says that adults can own a gun. You might hear the right to bear arms. Very old English there. But if you bear an arm, it means you can carry it, you can own it. The Second Amendment is a part of the U.S. Constitution the most important rules that says people have the right to own and carry guns. Yeah. The second amendment, right when the country was started, it said people can carry guns. It's been like that ever since. Now, of course the guns have changed since the late 1700s, but all right, moving on active shooter. This is something you will hear if you're talking about gun violence or reading about gun violence in the news. The term active shooter is used when someone is using a gun to hurt others. Like it, it's happening right now. So last week when Lewiston experienced an active shooter, the government said, hey, you guys should stay in your house shelter in place, which we are going to talk about in just a minute. Shelter in place. Oh, something itchy in my eye. Let's check the chat to see if we have missed anything. Esther, thank you so much. Kenya, very nice to see. I have a few students in my class who have spent time in Kenya. Uh, Omron, thanks so much. He says, you were lucky to have a teacher like Brent. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Um, 
All right, so Omran is talking about the laws in the United Arab Emirates. He says it's also very tough to get a gun. So those laws might be pretty strict, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so um, Zig is asking about this hat right here. Does it have something to do with Maine? Yeah, this is not the official state of Maine flag. This was our flag, I think, back in the 1800s. But a lot of people like this flag better than our real flag. So maybe one day this will become the official flag of Maine. But yeah, this is like the cool flag for Maine. This is the one I like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so gun laws and i don't want to get too much into the laws but the constitution that covers all 50 states those are rules that everybody has to follow in all 50 states when it comes to state laws some states are a little more lenient and constantine i would agree texas has some of the most lenient gun laws and in Maine, I think our laws are actually pretty strict compared to some states, compared to Texas, at least. But yeah, good point. Good point. Omron coming through with a super chat. Have a little something for you to thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Thank you so much. And I do want to let you know that Bob the Canadian will be going live in a little less than 20 minutes. So he will be taking your questions and answering them. Always a good time when Bob the Canadian goes to uh, goes live. Yeah, so um, Freddie, can we use the expression to be resilient with something like after a tragedy? Yeah, if somebody is resilient, that means they have had bad things happen to them, but they are strong. They don't let those bad things stop them from living life, I guess. So yeah, I would say that my city is resilient. I think most cities in the United States, after they experience a mass shooting, they will come together, <clears throat> excuse me, come together as a community, be resilient, help one another. Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. Abdi. Yeah. Great point here. An active shooter, if they are on the loose or if they are at large, those mean the same thing. And it means that law enforcement hasn't captured them yet. They haven't arrested them yet. Yeah. So they, the scary thing is, is that they could be using that gun elsewhere. Yeah. On other people. Uh, Constantine, I, I don't want to get too much into the law because I'm not an expert on it, but I will say this. Constantine asks what, is the penalty in Maine for mass shooting. So if that person was, and I don't even want to say his name, but if that shooter was caught alive, he would go to trial. It's another thing our constitution says is that if you are accused of a crime, you can't just be put in jail for that. You can't just serve time for that. You have to go before a judge and a jury. These are some English terms that might be difficult if you don't know the law. Like I said, um, when Johnny Depp was on trial, if you remember that a couple years ago, I did do an English lesson on trials that you may want to look up. But that shooter has to go before a judge and a jury and evidence will be presented to make sure that they are the person who committed that crime. Now, in Maine, as a state, 
we do not have the death penalty. So if you commit a crime in Maine, you can't be put to death. Texas, let's talk about them for a second. You can be put to death for a crime in Texas. So let's say that shooter did what he did in Maine, and then he went to another state like New Hampshire and committed another crime at the same time, then that would be a federal crime. And so federal crimes can carry the death penalty. So if you commit a crime within the state of Maine, you can't be put to death. But if you commit a crime, we might say across state lines, if in a short period of time you commit a crime in Maine and New Hampshire, then you could receive the death penalty. Hope that helps. Filippo. Also, very generous. Thank you. I think Filippo drops a super chat in almost every live lesson. He's also a channel member. Very generous. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you so much for the super chat. Very, very kind. Very kind. And I know that uh, for a lot of people, times are tough. Money is harder to come by now than maybe two or three years ago. So, Filippo, thank you. I know you work hard. I know you're at work right now listening. So don't get in trouble. I know he's probably listening with earphones. I think we have a few more to get to here, right? Maybe we should do that. We just talked about active shooter, and that means it's happening right now. You could be in danger. You might want to do something we call shelter in place. But before we talk about shelter in place, we should talk about manhunt. So when Abdi asked that question at large, yeah, that means the person has not been caught. Law enforcement doesn't have them in custody. You might hear that term. So they're actually looking for that person. And they've already shot people once. They probably would shoot again. So it might be best if you stay where you are. Shelter in place. We'll talk about that next. A manhunt is when the police are looking for someone like the active shooter to catch them. So that person can't do any more harm to other people. Here's a sentence. After the bank robbery, a manhunt was underway to find the bank robbers. Actually, that happened at one of my schools I taught at. Um, a bank was robbed. People used a gun. Just about a mile away from my school, and we had to go into lockdown. Schools will go into lockdowns. It's another way to say shelter in place. So a lockdown, shelter in place, both are basically the same thing. But a shelter in place means you should stay where you are to stay safe, especially during a dangerous situation like a shooting. For example, last week, my town, Lewiston, Maine, experienced a mass shooting. 18 people were killed. But after a manhunt ensued for about 48 hours, I think longer than that, right? Maybe 72 hours. Um, the person who committed the crime was not found. He was on the loose. He was at large. Police officers were looking for him. So our government told us, hey, it's best. Stay inside. Businesses were closed. Like most businesses were closed. Some decided to open. Like there were some restaurants that opened. Oh yeah. It was it was it was forty eight hours, I think. I think he was found Friday night. Yeah. All right. Shelter in place. Hopefully that helps. Now we've talked about mass casualties 
before. So this is just another review. Casualties means you were either killed or you were hurt during some tragic event. Casualties are people who got hurt or killed. And we talked about earlier, you hear that a lot with war, the number of casualties, people who were hurt, people who were killed. Here's a sentence for you. During the accident, there were, unfortunately, many casualties. I'll read that one more time. Unfortunately, not an easy word to say. During the accident, there were, unfortunately, many casualties. 46 people watching. Hello. Hope everyone out there is doing well. Tanya is going to sell a celebrate a birthday. Oh yeah, next week there will not be a live lesson because Jamie and I will be flying to the state of Kentucky, and we are filming quite a few quite a few videos there. Yeah, it should be fun. Thank you, Tanya. Have fun. Zig, let's talk about this. This is a great question. Maine has a low rate of crime true that shooting happened on a wednesday but on monday two days before the event maine was declared as the safest state to live in now i do think that is still true um, unfortunately there were 18 people killed in one day here but usually when you're talking about something like murder, we usually have 18 people throughout the year killed in my state. My state is pretty small. We have a 1.3 million people, but overall it's a safe state. Probably next year, it'll still be a safe state. Maybe the safest, maybe it will drop to number two or three, but yes, my state, very, very safe. Hopefully this is a one-time thing. I'm sure it will be. Marty's here. How are you? Welcome. All right. Yeah, I'm not gonna talk about pro-gun or anti-gun. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, hiya too? Hopefully I'm saying your name correctly. Is it okay for someone to have a gun in the US? Let's just say it's complicated, right? I think almost every citizen can own a gun. Uh, they have to be a certain age. Is it 18? Is it 21? I'm not sure. They can't have any felonies, which means they can't have committed any really bad crimes in the past. Um, certain places like a school, you can't bring a gun into a school. You can't bring a gun into a place where alcohol is served. So there are some rules against it, but as long as you are a law abiding citizen, that means someone who follows the law, you can buy a gun. You don't even need to take a safety class. So it's complicated, but the short answer is probably. Yeah, probably. All right. Hello. All right. I'm not going to answer too many personal questions on uh, guns and stuff like that. Remember, I'm just an English teacher, just here to teach English. Speaking of teaching English, let's get back to this. We just talked about casualties. But the next one I would like to talk about is media coverage, media. So you may have heard the term social media, and that is when regular everyday people want to talk about their life in some way, social media. But media coverage has to do with newspapers, radio, online news. So media coverage, this is when the news talks about an event. You could have local news, you could have national news, 
but media coverage. That means when TV stations, newspapers, radio stations, I guess they have news still, they cover an event or they talk about an event. Here's a sentence for you. Because of all the media coverage, people, I think I'm missing a verb there. Oh, no. Typo. Let's fix that. People were? Yeah, let's do that. People were talking. Typo. Because of all the media coverage, people were talking about the shooting all over the country. Yeah. And this can be controversial. So if the media talks about a lot of shootings, some people think that will cause other people to try and do the same thing. But what about crime scene? Crime scene. This is where a crime, like a shooting, happened. And then that picture, you might see like police tape. So usually yellow tape anywhere that says like, do not cross, crime scene, police, it's probably a bad thing. But the crime scene is the place where some crime was committed. Investigators are collecting evidence at the crime scene. Investigators. Those are people who look for proof that a crime was committed. The next one here. Bob the Canadian is going live in about four minutes. What about this though? Community support. We talked about community earlier, and those are people who live or work near a crime scene. And if a really tragic event has happened, the community often comes together and supports each other. So community support, this is help and care from neighbors and local groups from those affected by a tragedy. It helps survivors get better. It also might help the family pay for the funeral. And I think I'm gonna do a live lesson on uh, death, probably not anytime soon, but I think we should do another very happy topic like death. And um, I'll talk about you know, things that you might see at a typical funeral. I just haven't decided how I'm going to do that yet. I probably won't do that for a while. I think the next couple lessons should be fun. But we'll talk about um, some of the things you might hear or say at an American funeral. Again, religion has a lot to do with that. So I'll have to figure out how to talk about death in English, but I think that is another important topic. Candle light vigil. You might also hear that term after a mass shooting. But a candlelight vigil is when people gather with candles. You can see in that picture, people are holding candles to show they care and remember those affected by a tragedy. Like the shooting victims. It's a touching way to honor them. And so in my town, Lewiston, there have been a couple candlelight vigils. The community will come together with candles. Maybe prayers are said. Maybe stories are told about the people we lost. It's just a way to try to help people heal after a tragic event. That's it. That is the English lesson. I believe Bob the Canadian. Oh, yeah, I see him. He is about to go live. I think I can share that with you. Let's see if I can do that. Yeah. There we'll he is. Start in about 30 Mr. Bob seconds. the Canadian is like there. Everything. If you is want to check well. the chat right there, as you can see, I am in. 
side. Right down there is a link so, uh, to go visit Bob the Canadian. The weather did not cooperate that guy's amazing. with an outdoor You probably lesson, know about him already. It rarely does I will in be November. in the chat. We'll start in about just talking with everybody. Seven seconds here. Probably listening like uh filippo is listening to I'm me now i have a few things start. to do but uh, uh, let's just go here listen. hello uh, and welcome to this time. live english question and answer yeah lesson. omron i will try in this lesson you'll be able to submit questions together, using the form there's a link again, in the description like below yesterday as as i went I to a funeral it was a catholic should now be a link in the description below if you refresh the page so you that's going that to be very different from form, and you can other ask funerals. Me a question and I'm going to try to, to answer it. To talk about uh, some you can ask me questions about you will see uh, life or about hear English, about something that you learned this when past week dies, and you're not sure about. If you maybe want in to an talk English to the class. family about um, how you, you can feel. ask me questions about the weather. So, if go. you notice right now, Omron, let's see here. If we go to this screen, you can see that I do have a camera pointed out the window, but it looks a little gray outside. Adios. Amigos. I always hope 